1: The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at YourTechReport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. And thank
0: you for being here. You can join us in so many ways and take part in our wonderful show. Try out Your Tech Report on Twitter. It is twitter.com slash Your Tech Report, facebook.com slash Your Tech Report, youtube.com slash Your Tech Report. Or you know what, Mitchell? How about yes. just
1: heading over to YourTechReport.com? Uh, You know, that's what I would do every day, multiple times. That's just me, though. That's just me.
0: Awesome show lined up for you guys. We're going to get to all the latest news of the week, which includes a lot of Microsoft Surface hardware, which is kind of fun. We're about a week away from a Google hardware event. So, I mean, every single big name in consumer electronics is announcing brand new products just in time for the holiday season, we're going to re-air an interview we did with um, uh, Danny Isserlis. The company is Teemi, T-E-M-I. If you go to robotteamy.com, you can see how this personal robot is set to change the way we interact with uh, robots in our home. Now available, by the way, for order globally. So go to robotteamy.com. We're going to bring you that interview towards the, uh, towards the end of this show. Plus a very cool company called Lime. They make electric scooters. The reason we're going to talk to them this week is because they've announced a partnership with the city of Windsor, Ontario, and they're going to have their their Lime scooters available there, which uh, begs so many questions because, Mitchell, as you know, winter is not fun and there's snow, and I'm not sure how these scooters are going to handle that kind of climate.
1: You know what? I think I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're pretty durable, actually. I think they're going to do well. The only thing is, the only thing that really is affecting, uh, that would affect the scooter probably is the battery, because as we know, lithium-ion batteries, which I think the Lime scooters run on, they do. Uh, yeah. So I'd love to, you know, but I'm sure. Listen, that's the beauty of Lime. You can find them anywhere. Ride one a little while, get another one. So yeah, Uber I a pair of scooters. I too. love it. Exactly. Exactly. Great way of putting it, Mark. The Uber Uber of of scooters. scooters. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mitchell, you know, there's a bunch of news to get to this week, but I really, I did want to start with this Microsoft event that happened earlier this week. They called this a Surface event. It happened in New York City. Um, They unveiled, uh, you know, nothing kind of, kind of mind blowing in my mind in terms of uh, upgrades to their existing Surface lineup. Uh, Let's let's start with the Surface Studio. This is that giant. Canvas-like computer that I, all if in you one. ever is walk all you in the all-in-one one. Yeah. exactly if you ever yeah. walk by a Microsoft <laughs> store you see this giant screen and you're like okay I need to play with this a bit and this is you know last year they introduced the Surface Wheel um, and, and that works on the screen of course the new Surface Pen has more points of touch and pressure so way more accuracy the screen is way brighter on this it features almost the latest generation Intel Core processors seventh <laughs> generation of not eight. Of- that it was kind of confusing why wouldn't you include the the more power efficient you know newer processors
1: I'm not quite sure. I'm not exactly sure. Well, you know, the power, you know, power efficiency isn't really the issue when you're talking about a device that isn't portable. As long as it's desktop and it's plugged in, the power efficiency isn't as important. But, you know, when people are looking at a desktop, they look at also the newest and latest, not just for the efficiency like we do, but they look for power. And of course, you know, you're not going to get the latest and greatest there. But Mark, as you said, this is design. This is a product that was always meant for designers. Wouldn't you say artists, designers, whether you're doing CAD engineering, um, you know, it, and the display is absolutely stunning. Uh, they did a wonderful job, I think, with the engineering. I think you like the original one. This is the Surface uh, Studio Two, of course, but the, just the way that it moves with that hinge—it's so elegant, and it's such a beautiful machine. And I know you got some time with it and absolutely loved it.
0: Well, you know, I, I loved it for kind of day-to-day use. Then I put it right. in the hands of artists, and they're like, no, nah, this doesn't, this doesn't, uh, this doesn't—you know—live up to like a Wacom tablet." So they actually didn't like it, and they found it actually underpowered, oh, which is what really? I find interesting. Which is why I think that the newer version, with you know, addresses all the concerns that artists had with it, which was a uh, way more power, fifty um, imp- percent improved graphic performance. Right. Um, of course, it's compatible with the dial, has Xbox wireless built in. So I, I think a lot is going to be uh, in this device.
1: Yeah, and and I think, listen, I know there are going to be some people that want to use it as a traditional PC, which is great, because it's gorgeous, and it is a traditional PC, but the form factor, I think, lends itself more to artistic uh, engineering type uses. And, you know, inside the graphics, you know, the the graphics are not going to blow you away. We're talking GeForce GTX 1060 and 1070. That's certainly, you know, you're not going to see, I don't think, a 1080 in this slim form factor. Again, it is an all-in-one with a very slim screen. So if you're looking looking forward to gaming on it as a hardcore gamer, not going to be your hardcore machine, but definitely serviceable if you want to do some gaming on it as well as opposed to its primary purpose, right?
0: So the sexy, sexier things that were released at this event mm-hmm. were uh, Surface Pro 6 and Surface Laptop 2, now yeah. available in that new black
1: matte finish. Ah, that rubber. Yeah, I love that. It's gorgeous.
0: So a- absolutely beautiful. I mean, you know, same exact design in terms of the actual Physical layout, still no USB C, which a lot of people are kind of complaining about. This one does have eighth generation Core I you know Intel processors, still weighs one point seven pounds, thirteen point five hours of battery life on the Surface Pro 6. Um, brighter screen, obviously you're going to benefit from, you know, enhanced graphics, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I love the surfaces. The surface line has always kind of blown my mind in terms of just what it can do. So to see the natural evolution come is great. I'm still kind of waiting for a couple more ports to be added in, you know. It It doesn't, you know, it kind of surprises me.
1: Yeah, I think I think people were really surprised. The biggest omission, I think, you already touched on this, was the lack of USB-C. People were mentioning they didn't understand why. It's so funny because Apple was getting, you know, Apple was getting killed for making that leap and only having USB-C on its MacBook Pro computer starting a couple of years ago, and now we're looking at the Surface, uh, the Surface Pro uh, Six, not having. Any any USB-C, I think even having one, whether it's for charging uh, as an interface, would have been nice, but it's kind of confusing. Now, look, if we look at the new... Of course, they just came out with the new laptop, correct? Yes. You know, the new Surface laptop, too. And that one, I believe, does have USB-C. So it's kind of confusing to the consumer why you have it on one, why you don't have it on the other. I just want to stick with the Pro for a second with the Surface Pro. The thing that I like about this machine is, even in its base configuration, because remember when the Surface Pro line first came out, Mark, there were so many different configurations. Configurations, so many different RAM, hard drive, processor combinations. Well, at least with the Surface Pro 6, you know the, the, the lowest level you're going to get is 8 gigabytes of memory and an Intel Core i5, which is plenty powerful, not only for what most people are doing, but when you consider the form factor of this, a really tablet-sized computer that has that kind of power built in, even the lowest model is going to be able to do anything you want, unlike previous generations where you kind of almost had to bump up to the middle tier, remember, to yeah. get something that was serviceable right now even the base version is going to be very very serviceable very powerful
0: now what, what struck me as kind of interesting was the surface all access plan this is like um you know it's going to be available first in the u.s not in right. canada yet um it, it's a way for you to bundle office 365 um with a physical surface device so it's kind of like you're leasing the device now at the end of a two-year period you kind of just you keep paying that 24.99 a month until it's paid off, and that twenty four ninety nine a month is kind of an entry level. So it it's obviously going to change pricing depending on hardware. But I could see right. businesses gravitating towards this quite quite rapidly because it means you don't have the upfront cost. It's a monthly expense. It includes Office three sixty five, which you're probably paying for your employees already. Then that's and right there. That's like fifteen bucks a month. So for ten bucks more, you can get a physical piece of hardware in there. Makes a lot of sense.
1: It really does, and it really sort of goes back to what we've been talking about, which is how companies are using the subscription model to to help people get get into their ecosystem. Because really, that's what you're doing. At the end of the day, you're giving people, you know, letting people have the hardware. Of course, they're paying for it. But I mean, you're giving them the hardware under the guise of, here, you get this and just pay your monthly fee. And what you're doing is you're really getting them entrenched in the ecosystem. Because once you have this device and you're using the services, as you said, Mark, Mike Microsoft Office, that Office Suite 365, is actually, it's always been a pretty brilliant deal, especially if you do yeah. the multiple 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 keys, which allows a whole household to have. And you're always getting the latest version. That's the thing I love about it. You're always getting the latest version of the software. So, I mean, it's a really brilliant idea. People get the hardware, you know, hey, take the hardware and then we'll get you the service. We'll get you with the services afterwards. Really a smart business model.
0: Surface headphones. This kind of surprised people. They didn't expect yeah. uh, Microsoft to release a set of headphones. Um, you know, if you're familiar with typical over-the-ear headphones, whether it's in the in the Bose lineup or the, the Beats lineup, these are very similar in terms of the form factor. They're over-the-ear headphones. They weigh under a pound. They're about 0.64 pounds. Uh, they charge by USB-C. It takes about two hours to charge them. So they are wireless and Bluetooth, up to 15 hours of, of battery life. They come in a light gray color. Um, they've got Cortana built in, so you can actually actually control that you can control how much noise is let in as in terms of the outside environment so if you you know in our plane for example and someone comes up and, and talks to you very very cool uh, $349 available
1: for pre-order now your thoughts on these headphones uh, you know, first of all, they're priced at the same price point as the Bose Comfort 235, which is the, which the most rave, recent, rave, which yeah. I think are the best headphones I've ever used. So the price point is there. From what I understand, I haven't had, like you, I have not had ears on time with this, and I don't like talking about in terms of, you know, quality. I'm thinking sound quality. But from everything I'm hearing about the build, the build quality is supposed to be excellent, which you would expect from a pair of headphones that's competing really with, with the noise cancellation, with the price point. It really is going right after the Bose headphones the Beats Audio, like you're saying. More toward the Bose side, though, because Bose specializes in in that, you know, noise cancellation. The thing I liked about it was the elegant design. People talk about how beautifully it was designed. I believe on each ear cup on the outside, there are dials built in basically to the round ear cup, and one dial controls the volume, and you talked about controlling the noise cancellation, Mark. Uh, Bose does it, I think, in increments with a button and with a slider, but this one does it with this little almost like the same kind of wheel that you turn on the Studio Pro. Yes, It has the wheel on the side that, you know, lets you turn in, almost tune in and dial in that noise cancellation. If you've never had noise-canceling headphones, they really, really are a treat, not just for an airplane, but really to be immersed, Mark's favorite word, to be immersed (laughs) in your audio. There's nothing like shutting out everything else, and then allowing you to control, if you want to hear the outside, if your family's around and you want to be able to hear people calling your name, if you're outside, you want to be able to hear, hey, idiot, you're walking in front of a car, then you can dial back the noise cancellation. So, having this feature implemented in this way for the first time, I hear the design is really gorgeous. Mark, are we going to get hands and ears on time? We have to reach out to our friends at Microsoft.
0: I reached out to Microsoft in Canada, they're like, no, you can't talk to anybody. Then I reached out to Microsoft U.S., and they're like, oh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you guys, so uh, <laughs> so we're going to arrange something. We're going to get hands-on time so we can do some video yeah, work. I, th- and, I
1: think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'd yeah, love we, to get some hands-on I time.
0: talk about the whole lineup, and, and, and the Windows October update is out now as well, so if you uh, if you follow that model as well, you can get that Windows update. One of the coolest things on this update is the app mirroring for Android users um, allows you to basically use your computer to text and stay in touch with all your contacts on your actual Android device as well. It requires that Android i uh, app. Right. Um, they say it's going to be available for uh, iOS as well. So I'm curious to see how this is uh, kind of blend in, especially since you know they've kind of abandoned the whole Windows Phone concept,
1: yeah, which which makes me sad. Because I think you know, I think if they had stuck with, I I, I liked what Windows Phone was doing, but I'm not going to go there. I want to ask you a question. I want you to think about this because we we talked about it a little bit off the air, and I, I know he's putting on, you know, we we could see each other through Skype while we're doing this. He just put on his thinking glasses and thinking cap, Mark. I mentioned this this to you off the air, and I want to know what you think, and I'd like to know, obviously, what our, what our listeners think also. I, do you feel now that it's almost more, I get more excited about these Microsoft I do. and Google keynotes than I do about Apple's keynotes, only because the Apple keynotes are more predictable. And, by the way, Microsoft managed to keep a lot of these things, there were no leaks. We didn't know about these headphones. They were a true surprise in this keynote, and we don't see a lot of true surprises anymore when it comes to keynotes. So is it is it crazy for me to say that, you know, Apple has gotten less exciting with their keynotes, and I feel Microsoft has gotten more exciting in terms of what they're doing on the product and software side? Is it just me?
0: No, no, I agree with you. I think Microsoft has also done a very good job at making sure that they're their presentations and their keynotes are really quite captivating and they quite really interesting. Are. They're short, to the point. They bring out the hardware, and they make sure the hardware really does steal the show. And they've done a really good job at making them feel intimate and inclusive as well. I'm curious to see how the, the Google Media event will take place, which is taking place on Tuesday, by the way, at 11 a.m. Eastern. Right, That's the 9th of October. I'm curious to see... What announcements are going to come out of it, number one? And I'm curious to see the way in which they announce it because there's not, you know, this one media event in New York. They used to have these media events kind of, you know, around the world and they're doing a live stream of this. So uh, I have a link to the live stream. I look forward to uh, just watching that.
1: Now, this is where we think we're going to see, of course, the Google Pixel 3, uh, the phone, correct? Now, interesting thing, I think people that are iPhone lovers have paid attention to this, and people that are camera lovers, especially smartphone camera lovers, Mark, for everything we're hearing, the new iPhone, the latest iPhones, the XS the 10S and XS 10S Max, uh, as good as the camera systems are, they still, most everyone rates the Pixel 2 as still having the superior camera to even the new iPhone model. So can you imagine what we're going to see when the Pixel 3 comes out? Not, That's much, I'm not much
0: longer about. to wait. We don't have to wait anymore, <laughs> and I think that we'll be done with product announcements for, uh, for a while, probably until CES anyway, as everybody kind of gears into production to get. Uh, actually, wait a second. That's not true. We're still expecting an, an iPad event, right? So, so an
1: iPad and Mac, and then a hardware event from them on the on the computer side, too. Yeah, so so many. Okay. Yeah. So I take that back. Maybe
0: more things to come before the holidays. Uh, it is Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Mark Aflalo. If you want to find all that Microsoft news, head it over to yourtechreport.com, and then you can head over to microsoft.com and pre-order stuff now. Everything starts shipping kind of mid-October, so we look forward to getting hands-on with that stuff as well. Um, Still some more news to talk about. LG is uh, releasing a very cool new Android One device that's kind of clear of any skins and stuff. That's going to be cool to talk about. And the FAA made this announcement that I think is going to confuse the heck out of people, and I think we have to talk about it so that people still manage to to drone safely. Uh, It is your tech report. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: Your tech report will be right back.